What's up, boys and girls? This is Lance Hoyt, a.k.a. Lance Archer, the American Psycho of New Japan Pro Wrestling, and you are listening to WNS Podcast. Broadcasting from Beaumont, Texas, it's the Wrestling News Source Podcast with Daniel Heron and Tyler Hebert, a couple of wrestling fans with a drink in hand and a lot to say. This podcast may contain adult language and may not be suitable for young listeners, so listener discretion is advised. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Hebert. That's right. What's up, everyone? I'm Daniel Herring. I'm Tyler A. Bear. We welcome you to episode 504 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, Divinus Podcast, on YouTube, Divinus Video, and on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, BeyondPod, Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio. Spotify, Amazon Music, just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at Dominus Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at DRH Pro. You can follow Tyler at Tyler underscore Abear. Well, we're also on Instagram, uh, Abear underscore mode. Yes. Uh, DRH underscore pro. I'm on Twitch and TikTok at DRH Pro. And Tyler is also on TikTok. Yeah, I'm there. Kind of. I'm there. Like, You're I'm there. there. Just to watch videos. Yeah, you got to find them. I have two videos. I'm not telling you where to go. You just, you got to find them yourself. So welcome to the show. We've got plenty to talk about this week. We're going to talk about Crown Jewel. We're going to talk about SmackDown, uh, AEW Rampage, as well as Dynamite. Rampage. Huh? Rampage. Yes. And some hot topics as well. But before we get into all that, Tyler. How you doing? I'm energized with some caffeine. I can tell as you're stretching and, you know, getting ready to wake up a little bit, I guess. Not sponsored by Smoothie King. (laughs) No? Okay. Well, that's good. It's good to know we're not sponsored by them. So, uh, so yeah, so welcome to the show. Got plenty to talk about. I know we are are even closer to Papa Hebert times two. Mm -hmm. We are on baby watch now, right? The bags are um, packed and ready to go. For sure. Uh, my wife is still thinking that it's going to be still in November. She's going to go this Thursday coming up uh, to her doctor. We're going to get more information because her original due date is the 22nd of November. But in my opinion, I think it's going to be before that. All right. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we got, we'll we get got, the betting odds going. Oh, yeah. We got a baby coming along. November, mm-hmm. or late October. Uh, that's a possibility. I'm thinking she maybe a Halloween baby. She doesn't think so, no. but we'll see. Halloween baby. Halloween baby. Yeah, <laughs> a baby coming. Um, so, gotta see the challenges of having two kids now, Oof. especially because I have a three-year-old, and then now I'm gonna have a. A baby. We're gonna see if the three-year-old gets jealous. She's gonna be a big sister. Yes. Is she ready? She is ready, but you know she don't quite understand. <laughs> so, um, I asked her <laughs> the other day. I was like, "Where's the baby gonna come out?" And she's like, "She pointed to the belly button." <laughs> so. Well, at least she understands yeah, yeah. that much. So, very cool. And uh, for those who are listening to the podcast, uh, I am going to try and upload this onto our YouTube channel because we have a very special All Elite crate that just yes. arrived. So we're going to be uh, opening that on the show as well. So if you want to see what all we got, then that would be the place to go do it. So uh, hell so, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess we'll we'll save that for kind of close to last 
Okay. Because, um, you know, we're going to talk about WWE stuff, so it wouldn't make sense for to talk about all Elite Crate first. Um, but, yeah, so uh, let's let's talk a little bit about Crown Jewel. Uh, I apologize if I sound a little scatterbrained. You know, I started my new job a couple weeks back, and I'm still trying to get into some kind of a rhythm. Yeah. And it's just well, throwing, it's throwing me off. Also... Your schedule changes, too. Yes. I don't have, like, a, a set-in-stone schedule yet, so it's kind of just a week-to-week. Hey, so is that... We'll, we'll uh, play it by ear. Eventually going to happen? Eventually, I, I should have a schedule in play, but what days will I work to be determined? I don't know, because I'm, I'm on the bottom of the pecking order, so I'm going to have to basically just work whatever they tell me. And, you yeah. know, uh, unfortunately... Uh, it's 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 hindering my ability to watch wrestling live and i get home from work at 11 p.m or 11 30 yeah. so then i have to sit through you know two and a half or two hours of dynamite and then roads to the top so i'm going to bed at you know three o'clock in the morning and then uh so it's i don't know it's kind of it's kind of hindering me a little bit hopefully it will like smooth out yes yeah i hope so but uh, I did get to watch most of Crown Jewel while at work because, believe it or not, our company was the victim of a cyber attack. Yeah. So all of my training has basically been put on hold. So we're kind of just sitting around twiddling. Still, is it still locked yeah. up? Yeah. God. Uh, so we're kind of just sitting around twiddling our thumbs until it's time to uh, get the big guns in there, man. This is company wide, like across the nation. So it's. It, yeah, it's it's down. Um, they got some powerful, some smart and powerful hackers to <laughs> to do that. Well, yeah, I mean it was it was basically just a ransomware attack where someone someone damn somewhere even HR opened that damn email. Yeah, they opened the wrong email, and that's where we stand. But uh, yeah, I mean it's uh, no bueno, as yeah. as some might say. So still waiting for access to to all that, but in the process, I can't be trained because we don't have have access to the yeah. software. Um, so basically, we get to work and we sit around until it's time to to do the news, and then we just do it on the fly, old school style, as some of them are saying. So um, so I was able to watch a good chunk of Crown Jewel. I wasn't able to watch all of it, not to mention that uh, while I'm there, the Cell phone signal is atrocious. I get uh, one really? bar if I'm lucky, so it's uh, it's kind of hard to keep up. But I was able to watch a good a good portion of good chunk uh, of it. A good portion of Crown Jewel, yeah. Before you get into the matches, well, I guess this actually pertains to the matches. How was the crowd? Is because it seemed like every year they're excited because they only see them once a year. So yeah, a couple, how maybe was a couple it? times a year? Um, for the most part, it seemed like the crowd was excited i mean they had a lot of kids there mm. you know so that's at least some positive was it, I suppose. was it good or did they have some weird reactions to certain wrestlers or anything like that or See, they're just happy in general it's hard to tell because being in the thunderdome allowed wwe to like learn how to properly um fake a crowd noise yeah you know because they did it for so long so i don't know if it was the Saudi crowd chanting "This is awesome" very loudly at certain parts, or if it was WWE making it seem like it, 
because it's hard to tell. I would, but uh, I would not to mention I was watching would. some of it on my phone. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't really tell. What I hope the they wouldn't pipe in something for them, but you know they would it. do whatever it takes to make it or sound good. I guess. Oh yeah. Well, it's all, it's all uh, a publicity stunt, anyways. So I hate yeah. it. Like even with live crowds, I hate when they pipe in shit. Mm-hmm. Just it's annoying, but it's they're they they want to put in there what they want. You know what I mean? That's right. They don't want it to be organic. They want to like they want to control the narrative. They're gonna do what they want to do, and that's that's that. That's them. <laughs> so uh, we kick things off. Had a kickoff match. The Usos defeating the Hurt Business. I didn't get to see this, but I'm sure they put on a pretty good match. From what I understand, all of the all of the matches were pretty good a lot of people are saying that this has been like the best uh show wwe has put on this year just because this year yeah just because like there the you know the right people won although it was a little predictable it's still enjoyable um you know and i didn't get to see it but the edge and seth rollins match people are saying like this is five far five star worthy from what I read, because I I didn't watch it, but um, they said the Edge versus Seth Rollins was the best match of the night. Yeah, and I miss I I came in excuse me came at the very tail end of that mm-hmm. where Edge got the win. Yeah. So uh, you know, was it the best match? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. But no, yeah, I, don't, I might I don't have to know. go back and rewatch it uh, just to find out. The Edge versus Seth Rollins. I think that was the match where, and I can't remember her name. But the uh, referee, mm-hmm. the lady referee, and yeah. I saw a picture of Edge uh, after that match. They took a picture together, and he just says he's so proud of her, and she's doing good work. And I agree, you yeah. know, keep up the good work. And also, that's a big deal for a woman referee uh, in Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. to do that. Just as you know, it's a big deal for the Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, uh, Bianca Belair. Yeah. match to um even though they have to wear you know certain things over there because they can't show their skin mm-hmm. but it's still a big deal they're all over there they're kicking ass and doing Taking great names. work yeah and doing great work so yeah so uh edge ended up getting the victory over seth rollins in the hell in a cell match and again i'll probably have to go back one day and uh and watch it to see if it does live up to that five star uh rating uh, after that, we got to see Mansoor versus Mustafa Ali, and this was uh, another like I'm gonna I'm gonna probably say this a lot. It was a pretty good match. I thought you could say it's predictable. I thought you could say that too. It is. You, pre- I it know is predictable. Everything on here, if you because I'm looking at the results, everything mm-hmm. is predictable. But I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. From what I've been watching, I'm starting to like Mansoor more. Yeah, and it's good to see him actually being used as opposed to just for. The Crown Jewel Tournament. Because yes. for a long... Or Crown Jewel Tournament. The Crown Jewel Show. Because for the longest time, for... What, what are we going on? Three years now? Three, mm-hmm. maybe four years of them doing this? He would only wrestle at this event. So and I would so, say he's been on the main roster wrestling in front of the world for like, what, a year? year and a half? Close to it, yeah. But the one thing is that... On and off, I kind of like the stuff that he's doing with Ali. But the one thing, I think it was this past week or maybe two weeks ago when he snapped on Ali mm-hmm. and he gave him his aggression through that promo. I loved it. I really yeah. did. So he's grown on me. I like him and I, I wish that they would push him more 
I mean, I don't think he's going to be a main eventer, but I think, you know, maybe he can get the mid-card title or whatever. Yeah. I it, do enjoy him, but at the in the same breath, it's WWE, and I know they're going to fuck it up. It'll so. Yeah, it'll really depend on where they go after this storyline yeah. because they had the rematch on SmackDown. Mansoor won again. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, well, where do we go after this? Yeah. That's going to be the turning point because gonna, a lot of times they split up these teams. Mm-hmm. They have their one-off. Sometimes they don't even have their one off looking yeah. at you heavy machinery and then <laughs> and then they just disappear. You know. True. Then yeah. they end up in some random tag team with someone else and then they're doing whatever backstage and then they're not seen ever again. But in my opinion, okay, so what year are we on with this deal with Saudi Arabia? I don't know. Third, fourth, somewhere around and there. And they did a 7 year. It's a 10 year deal. 10 year deal. Okay. In my opinion, this is what I think. I don't think they're going to fuck him up just because they have this deal with Saudi Arabia and that's their home guy. You know, that's their that's their guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They push him over at Saudi Arabia, but like I don't know. Do you think that they would chance like fucking him up? Okay. What I'm trying to say is you think he's tied into this you know, the Saudi Arabia deal. And if we fuck him up, I think that the Saudi Arabia people will like, uh, will get turn on WWE. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. Is that a thing? I think they'll probably book him very cautiously. Yeah. You know, like I said, for, for the longest time, he wasn't even on programming, which, which brings me back to the question. Like what, what do they show in Saudi Arabia? When the women normally wrestle, mm. like, do they allow those matches? Like, is it we give you like bits and pieces, or like what what do they show? That's actually a good point because okay, so like, did you watch the women's match? Yeah, on there were they cheering, booing? What were they doing? Yeah, I mean they were cheering, and you know there were, like I said there were a lot of kids there. They would have to watch it to know who those, these yeah, people are you would have to know who they are so it's like you're obviously okay with him on television dressing this way so why would you not be accepting of them dressing that way to perform for you you know it's kind of like a i don't know it's i mean it's a cultural thing mm-hmm. so i'm not i'm not of the culture yeah. so i can't tell you but that it's just something that goes in my head it's like okay so they're obviously aware of wwe so, does that mean they're aware of the female competitors and what they wear to the ring? Because if they're having to make all these changes... Good, dude. Good thing they didn't have Eva Marie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I mean, it's the stuff that she wears. Yeah. You well, know what I mean? You know, they... they but they, well, they wouldn't allow that. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah, they're making them come out in a, in a t-shirt and, you know, to the wrist and ankles and... Black. That's just weird, man. It it's strange. It's very it's, strange. Yeah. Uh, so, because I didn't really watch the stuff. Did the guys any guys come out in trunks? Like, yeah, just, they came out in their normal wrestling gear, okay. and that's why I was like, this is so. It, it's it's so bizarre when they put on these shows. Yeah. Like again, I know it's a cultural thing that you know it's going according to their beliefs, and they're trying to be respectful of that. But on the other hand, it's like you know what we're about, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Did they show? That's what I'm saying. Like, did they show something else when the women's matches occur or something? Because it's like you're aware of these r- female wrestlers. Wouldn't it be weird if they had like a um, a warning before the match? 
See, and that's the thing. I don't, like, I don't, I don't know. I'm going to have to do some research on that. I don't know. Maybe what I just said is stupid. I don't know anything about the, that situation. I don't yeah. know what they I don't want to come off know. as like insensitive, yeah, but I don't, I don't want like, to I'm either. genuinely curious. Yes, we I'm are. Like, okay, you know, we know, we know who these people are. You know, it's like whenever you have uh, like a musical musical act. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't you don't go to uh, like a Slipknot concert expecting acoustic guitar and <laughs> you know you know you have certain expectations. I get you. I get you. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, you expect the full mask and man and jumpsuits and all I hope that. He takes his mask off and he's sitting on a chair and just plays an acoustic version. <laughs> Yeah. Which he very well could. You know, they could do an acoustic version of one of their songs. That's totally fine. But it's not on. what you're used to. Yeah. You know, so it's like if they come in wearing like. <laughs> you I don't keep know. the blood on you. Just take off the mask. If they come walking in in a hot dog costume or something, you know, it's just going to be very strange. God. It's but like, yeah. What? But if anyone knows, let us know. But we'll try to research. I might go to Reddit and see if I can find an answer there. Yeah. Uh, after that, we got to see RK Bro going up against AJ Styles and Omos. Riddle coming out on a camel, huh? He sure did. Yeah. Awesome. And he, you know what he named the camel, no. bro? He called him Scooter. So he came in on a scooter. <laughs> cool. That, that's legit, by the way. Look it up. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so RK Bro ended up getting the victory over AJ Styles and Omos. We got to see the Queen's Crown Tournament Finals, which... I don't know if you've been paying attention, but there has been a lot of backlash about this tournament. Why? Um, the short time frame that these matches are occurring. Uh, I believe yep. last week on SmackDown, the total combined match length for the semifinals mm-hmm. was the same amount of time that it takes for Roman Reigns to do his entrance. Which what? is like three and a half minutes. So they had like two matches in the same amount of time. Why? I don't know. Is this, they're and not showing the, the importance of this? Like, okay, you just had this. You want to do the Queen Crowns tournament, like the King of the Ring. Yes. And you don't even treat it with respect. Yeah. But to be honest with you, for years, King of the Ring hasn't been treated with respect that is at true. all. That is uh, true. So why would. The queen's crown being different. Well, you would expect. You would expect when when they have the King of the Ring matches on SmackDown, and they're going 12, 15, 18 minutes, and then you have the women's matches be one, two, or three minutes. It's just a little disrespectful no, there. I I totally agree, but I didn't think this was going to be. Well, I didn't think it was going to be that quick and like yeah. that. But I didn't think it was going to be something because how they been treating king of the ring mm-hmm. but it's 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 sad to see it is it is sad to see and uh you know this match was was very short now a lot of people are praising it because the quote right person won in Zelina vega mm-hmm. but the match itself was very short mm. so it's kind of like you know you hype it up this is your first ever tournament and you treat it like this I'll jump. Like I feel like we've taken a step back. Oh yeah, no in the women's wrestling for sure, for sure. Huge um, step back. Is Stephanie still in charge of all this stuff, or she's just she was never really in charge? She of it. was she, never in charge of that. 
Yeesh. Let's be honest. Well, I, there's don't one know. Person, I don't know. So. There's one person in charge of what's happening in WWE. Vince. That is correct. And his stooge. Yes. What's his name? Dunn. Bruce. Kevin. Pritchard. <laughs> um, He's got a couple stooges. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just... I know I'm a broken record, and I... Sh- just run this shit into the ground but there's so much things that WWE does that's just annoying and it's just over mm-hmm. the years it's just well it's just driving me away but I'm not going away from WWE as much as I'm like fuck this well kind of I am because if I'm watching it I go to my phone yeah but um it's just sad to see because remember the women's revolution mm-hmm. we had from that it wasn't that long ago that and like oh we're snatch up all these people we got nxt nxt uk we're gonna do the nxt japan which just folded um all this stuff we have 205 live we have all this and it's so promising and now we have i don't know what you would call it it's just it's just Mm. Splatter paint. Though the wrestlers are doing what they Water can color. to make things good, but it's not the wrestlers' fault. Yeah, it's not. Sorry, John Cena, but it's not the wrestlers' <laughs> fault. Um, You're never gonna let him live that down. No, I'm not ever. Um, I don't know, man. It's just, it's just so sad, and hopefully, it will change in the next twenty years. Yeah, for sure. Maybe sooner. I uh, hope sooner because, well, man, I don't want to say what that means, what has to happen for it to change. Vince has to die. That's it. Or step down. <laughs> He's not going to step down. He's not going to step down. Unless he gets some company's going to come in like, hey, we're going to give you millions, millions of dollars or billions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Make him move, so, make him million Because I think moves. things are, well, we do not know what's going to happen now. Say if Vince does step down mm-hmm. and the rumors are people think that Triple H is not going to get it because of the thing. But what if somehow, some way, Stephanie convinces Vince to give it to her? So it's basically Stephanie and Triple H running I it. I don't see it happening. Why not? I just don't. I don't think that I think I think after the whole NXT Wednesday Night Wars debacle, mm-hmm. I think Triple H is done. Well, do you think because even though it's Triple H, do you think that Vince would kind of shun his daughter from it? Yeah, I would. I would no. I mean, he's just a different dude. I'm like, you know what? I I want to keep it in the family. Do you re- try to keep it in the family? Unless you just want to sell it just for the money. His dad had it. He took over from his dad. Why don't you give it to your daughter or your son? Shane, I don't think Shane wants it. I think but, I think the ship has sailed on keeping stuff like that in the family. I think it's I think it's too far gone. Just God. my just my humble opinion. We'll see. I, in my head, I oh, we I'm, will see. Oh yeah, no, for sure. In my head, I'm still thinking that like. He could give it to Stephanie. Yeah. <laughs> and I may be foolish for that. Yeah. Because I, I really want Stephanie to get it so Triple H can get it. <laughs> so Triple H can run it. Yeah. That's not going to happen. 
God, he did so good with NXT. He did. Even though that he lost to AEW, to me, that doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> he did great. A, uh, NXT was the best thing going for mm-hmm. WWE for years. Yeah. And, and supposedly like, takeovers are done. Like, they're not doing any more takeovers anymore. Fuck you. <laughs> not you, but him. Uh, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> that guy. Because, dude, you know that they... In, in, in NXT right now, they are really promoting the future. Yeah. Took Vince to, what, 10 to 12 years to fucking do that shit. But we will see how it pays off if they really are going to do it. Because... They're going to do it. North American Championship, they just put it on a 20-year-old. And um, and now, I don't know what Rex Steiner, his um, ages, or Braun Breaker. Um, just call him Rex Steiner. There you go. I'm hungry. Um, he's he's going to take the belt off of Ciampa. Mm-hmm. I just know it. And then you have other young superstars that are in their 20s coming up. So, we'll see how that goes. Yes, time will tell. Mm-hmm. But uh, Zelina Vega... Going back to uh, Crown Jewel, did end up defeating Dewdrop to win the uh, Crown Tournament. That took us to the next match. Bill Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley. No holes barred. Was his son over there? Bill Goldberg's son? It was not. No. Stay in school, kid. So, uh, and Bill Goldberg did not live up to his promise of killing Bobby Lashley. Yeah, he lived. He did destroy Bobby Lashley, spearing him off the ramp through a table by God and uh, getting the win. Yep. This was uh So how was the crowd on Bill Goldberg? Because I know WWE likes to put legends over there to please the crowd. Yeah. Were they into Bill Goldberg? Well again, it's hard to tell it, what's being piped in and what's not. But for the most part it seemed like the crowd was hot for Goldberg. But uh Goldberg did end up getting the victory and getting revenge on his son, saying and this is the never end of it. mess with my family. They headbutt a door and he was bleeding. <laughs> Not this time. Okay. I think he I think he refrained from doing that, thankfully. Uh the King of the Ring finals, Finn Balor, Prince DeVitt. I'm I'm I didn't watch this match, but I'm split on this. Yeah. To be honest with you. I am happy that Xavier Woods won this because apparently this has been a dream of his to win the King of the Ring yes. for years. Which is amazing, but King of the Ring doesn't mean shit anymore. Yeah. And then also Finn Balor is in the same situation he was in before he moved to NXT. Yep. Uh, the second time. Um, back at it again. Back at it again. You're not going to get ahead. <laughs> where you are right now is where you're going to be. Um, which is sad. It is. Because um, you remember when he became main champion on Raw and then he had to uh, relinquish it because yeah. he got hurt? Yeah. Will he become main champion again? No. He's on SmackDown now, huh? Or he's on Raw? What do you get? Well, with the draft, I don't recall. I think he was on Smack. I think he's on SmackDown now. Um, I think he was on SmackDown, but I think he's on Raw now. Oh gosh, shows how much I know. I mean, we talked about it last week, but you know, yeah. The mind but is um, no, you're you're there. You're gonna get some wins. You're gonna put people over. I think what Finn is. Early to mid thirties, maybe. I don't know, but I I read an article that uh, WB knows that they have a problem with like older guys. They have mm-hmm. all these older guys and stuff like that. 
I don't think it's a problem. I mean, because um, all the guys they got are good. Do you want more Oldberg? No, I I don't mean it like that. Like <laughs> what I mean is, they consider old. It's like early forties, like AJ, um, Bobby Roode, people Randy like that, Orton. Randy Orton. But these days, these superstars, their bodies, not all of them, they can go longer. You know, um, I still have love for AJ. I still think he's, I think he's probably at the end of his prime. Yeah. But he's still doing great work when they allow him to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, well. Yeah. No, I, r- wrestling wise, not like storyline wise. Yeah. Like he can still do all these awesome moves. Still to this day, he, in my opinion, he has the best drop kick. Mm. Hands down. That's just me. Uh, I don't know. Orton's got a pretty sick drop kick. Well, a standing drop kick, at least. I got to rewatch it. But I don't know, man. Uh, Ziggler, what? Ziggler's coming into his 40s, early 30s. I don't know. They have a lot of those guys like that, but they can still go. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know where I'm going with all this. But he's 41. 41. Okay. No. Yeah, he's in his 40s. Uh, He's older than Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson. How about that? Wow. The Miz is 41. Yeah, they got a lot of 40-year-olds. AJ's 44. (laughs) Jeff Hardy's 44. Yeah. John Cena's 44? Finn Balor's 40. Yeah, they got... What? I didn't think Finn was 40. Holy shit. He must be 40... Fuck. He's 41? Orton is... Yeah. Orton started very young. He did. Yeah. Roman's thirty six. Yeah, they do have a problem with they I don't like I don't know all the people that's on the main roster that are like twenties or thirties. Almost is twenty seven. Yeah. Don't worry, they're gonna get tired of that guy. Get rid of him. Riddle. Riddle's thirty five. But still, where's the early thirty? Like Gargano's my he's thirty. He might be out the door. He may. Well, we don't know for sure. More than likely. Do you think so? He should. He is not going to be able to be called up to the main roster. Okay, how old is Seth Rollins? Seth should be middle. Thirty-five. Yeah. I mean, those guys. I mean, I don't know who's on that roster that's in early twenties, um, early thirties. You know what I mean? Okay, Humberto. Humberto Creo is twenty six, but Angel if he Garza stays, and I heard Angel wants to leave. Really? Yeah. I did not hear that. Uh, I don't know how Humberto what he wants to do. Um, if they keep Dominic around, my son Dominic. He's. I think he's early twenties. I think early or to mid twenty. He's early. He's early. Yeah. Basically, yeah, basically mid, but uh. Four. That's good. That's a good age. Mid. <laughs> Mid. Mid. <laughs> what do you think about... Uh, What do you say? They're all mid. They're all mid. <laughs> MJF cracks me the fuck up. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going with all that I shit I just either. said, but it is what it is. Uh, Big E defeated Drew McIntyre. Becky Lynch defeated Sasha Banks. Drew McIntyre. And uh, Bianca Belair to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship. And this actually was a pretty good match. Um, it was a little spotty at times. Which one? The triple threat. 
um, Becky, Sasha, and Bianca. Um, some really, I mean, it was a little spotty, but it was still very enjoyable. I, I think I'm sour on this, but sour it still pisses it. me off that the whole Bianca Belair thing, like she bust her ass mm-hmm. to have the title and she did great work in those matches before. Then Becky Lynch comes back, beats her in like less than a minute or yeah. whatever. It was like 47 seconds or something like that. And then they gave her like what? One or two rematches, and then she lost the whole time, and then now they shipped her off to Raw, mm. right? No, it's Becky and Belair. They're both on the – we established that, right? They're both on the same roster. They're both on Raw. Yes. Okay. I keep on forgetting. So, I don't know if they're going to continue their feud or whatever, but I get it. Becky Lynch is the big person. You know, she's bad. Let's give her the title, but I don't know. I wanted. I want Bianca to win. I'm mm-hmm. just going to be honest with you. That's what I wanted. Yeah. Well, there's still time. She's very young and can still, you know, grow and learn and become What's her age, again. by the way? You never ask a question like that. How dare you? <laughs> never ask a woman her age. She's 32. That's not bad. Becky Lynch is 34. Sasha Banks only 29. Nos- I said awesome. 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 <laughs> Sorry. And then uh, the main event, we saw Roman Reigns defeat Brock Lesnar uh, after the ref took a bump and um, uh, Paul Heyman was conflicted. I saw that he threw the belt and he's like, you know what to do. He threw it in the middle of them because they were both down. And and Brock grabbed the title, but the Usos landed a couple super kicks. Roman ended up uh, getting the victory. Who's the face and who's the heel in this Brock, Dude. clearly the face. Yes. Were you like quizzing me? Okay. <laughs> okay, dope. Well, he, he is considered a face, but he's yeah. not really the face. If you no, think he about is. It. Like he's not like he's challenging the, the head of the table. Yeah, he is, but he's not like he doesn't have to acknowledge He's not, he's not the that crowd. type of face where you know, like, hey, got you know, stuff like that. He's like. Talking to the crowd and getting them pumped up. No, he's just out there to kick your ass. And if he does some heelish things, he he does it. You know what I mean? He doesn't doesn't yeah. care. Yeah. So is it kind of like an anti-hero? No. Maybe it's not the the face. I think he. I'll I'll tell you this. Take out Brock Lesnar. Keep everything you just said. Put in the Undertaker. He doesn't. He doesn't ham up the crowd and all that. Yeah, I got he just you. Goes out there and be, becomes a badass. Yeah, it's the same thing. I got. It's you. just a different type of face. It's not like a yeah, come on guys, we got this. I got you. Yeah, that's and it, my and it takes all three of those guys to try to get Brock down. Brock can can just well storyline wise can dispose the Usos like that. Yeah, he's like a one man wrecking crew. One man wrecking. He is actually Goro from the first Mortal Kombat movie. That's right. He's just missing a couple arms. He even did. I don't know if it was that match or I think the the last SmackDown I saw in a video when he threw someone. He goes, he like made like a weird ass noise. I was like, that's Goro. He made that noise in the first Mortal Kombat movie. Noises when he does something strange. But yeah, that w- that happened on SmackDown. Uh, 
God, this was like a 40-minute segment. <laughs> what? It felt like it, at least. Well, I watched it on, like, Facebook, uh, Facebook when they, like, clipped it. Yeah. So I'm like, I didn't see, like, the 40 minutes. <laughs> Good. Yeah. So uh, Brock came down. Like, Roman was cutting a promo. I missed that part. I was at work while all this is happening. So um, so I was catching, catching it here and there. Uh, so Brock... Came down, attacked Roman Reigns, and damn near everyone else who got in the way. Attacked a cameraman, an official, and uh, backstage producer, whatever. Um, and then Roman and the Usos managed to escape. And then Adam Pierce comes out and says, Due to the actions of Brock Lesnar, I have no choice but to suspend him indefinitely. Which, how many more times do we have to do this with Brock? Like, um, just say he's a part-time guy. Yeah. Like, you don't have to have a reason to take him out of the storyline. Like, we get it. He's a part-timer. Well. Like, they they always, like, this is the third time he's been indefinitely no, suspended. They're going to keep on doing it because that's what Vince thinks should happen. Yeah. But. They think we forgot. Is he, is he actually going away for a little bit? Or is they're going to continue the feud? And that's the thing. They'll probably continue it. That's but, what I'm thinking. But they're wanting this to continue to wrestlemania long distance yeah and now i read that because i read about the rock thing mm-hmm. i don't know if you read yeah. that too because they were eventually going to do uh roman and rock but mm-hmm. now they don't want to do that in dallas yeah they want to do it in hollywood in los angeles that's two fucking wait is that a year two, or two years. years two years wait that's so yeah. long from now like or a year everyone's and a half. getting everyone's getting older <laughs> Rock's schedule. Rock certainly isn't getting younger. <laughs> he's not getting younger. He's it's getting more muscular though. Yeah, he's drinking he's, that tequila, dude. He's <laughs> busting his ass. He's getting older. He's doing like more with the workout routine because he's getting so big for Black Adam. Yeah, and like because they're not giving him that suit. He's like, no, I'll just get buffed up. Like, dude, you're getting older. Why are you doing that shit? Like, mm-hmm. you're gonna do probably multiple Black Adam stuff with Green Lantern. Uh, no, Shazam, sorry. Shazam and Black Adam. You're going to do probably multiple movies, so it's going to be a fucking challenge to stay in that shape. Mm-hmm. Look at Batista. He don't want to do Drax anymore. No, he doesn't. Because of, you know, trying to stay in that shape. Mm-hmm. And what? Yeah, Batista's older than him? Yeah, older than The Rock. Yeah, so, but what I'm saying is he's not getting older, and now they're going to push this shit back, and, like, you want to wrestle when you're, 50 something you know do you want to i mean St- i know sting doesn't he's what 60 61 i think <clears throat> but he i don't know we'll see what it is what, what's gonna happen you know they're fickle 62 um rock and roman i think is going to happen eventually i wonder when rock's going to say hey i bumped out into like SummerSlam or something and like look we just, like, we just need you to be available yeah, like, I don't know. If if he does another match, I would say that, like, he can give the rub to Roman. It's like, I'm officially retired from the ring. Yeah. Seriously. That's probably what they're going to do. But uh, speaking of uh, Batista, um, my wife and I watched Dune. How was that? Over the weekend. I thought it was, like, gorgeous. It was a beautiful film. It's a little confusing because I've never read the books and all that. And apparently the book is, like, incredibly thick, and it even has, like, its own encyclopedia because there's, like, that much lore to it. That's crazy. So, I, I didn't even know it was a book. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. 
And so, um, from what I, what I've read and what I've heard, to to oversimplify it to people who are unfamiliar, it's basically similar to Game of Thrones, but on other planets. Okay. You know, they're a bunch of warring families <laughs> fighting over whatever. So that's basically all I know is this is. movie has Drax and Aquaman. It does. Yeah. So, um, visually, it is a stunning, uh, stunning movie. It's very gorgeous to look at, and uh, it's labeled as part one. Uh, but because of the pandemic, they had to put it, you know, on HBO Max, and mm-hmm. it wasn't able to go in theaters. And the director was like very concerned. He's like, "Hey, man, like, I'm planning on making a sequel to this. Like, it's going to show that we're not making that much money, and." y'all aren't going to green light us to do a sequel because it'd be too costly, you know, it'd be too costly to make a sequel because not everyone's going to the movie theaters. But luckily the, the company that produced, I think it was Warner brothers. They came out and said, look, we understand the situation. If it does well, if it does okay in theaters and it does well on HBO max, we'll green light it, you know? And I really hope they do. Like even my wife was like, I really hope that they make a sequel. And most of the time she was confused about what was going on. I was kind of confused, but I was able to catch on some of it. So, but uh, yeah. also, was that Oscar? Was that Isaac guy, mm-hmm. the guy who played Apocalypse? He's in there too. Yeah, he's in there as well. So uh, worth checking out. Uh, back over to SmackDown, uh, we got to see Drew McIntyre go up against Sami Zayn, who came out with new music. Wait, who has new music? Sami Zayn. No. Mm-hmm. Is it bad? Oh, come on now! God damn it! You Dude. know that anytime they change music oh in WWE, God. it's going to be that stupid, super generic oh. BS. They got to get away from that CFO money music. Fuck them, dude. That was like but, one of the the theme musics I really liked. Yeah. And it started out like normal. Oh, oh that's the whole. Uh, and then it goes. Oh. And then it goes in the. Oh my God! The whole uh, Keith Lee yeah situation, like, God damn it, Vince! Stop ruining shit! Fuck! Fuck! Ah! Uh, pisses me off. You seem a little frustrated. Just a little bit. So it's just the little things, I guess. Yeah. God. So Drew ended up defeating Sami Zayn, who also has new music. We got to see the coronation ceremony for King Xavier Woods. I, I'm like I said, I'm still proud of him. And that's awesome, but at the same time, like, eh. well, hopefully, they allow this to be a big thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like going forward with Xavier Woods, he I'm can really turn wondering into something big. I'm really wondering if they're going to go to the route of like the power goes to Xavier's head. Ooh, because he kind of hinted at it a little bit at Crown Jewel, where he was like, "This is my crown. I want it. I'm the king." Like, dude, he's like, he's gonna go like power trip, power. Dude, hungry. if they turn him hill and stuff, then like maybe show like a new side of him that can like boost his stock. I think this is. I think that's what this is going to be. Dude, I can dig that for oh, sure. Do it. There we go. We're talking about SmackDown Ooh, now. We're going. We're on the yeah. blue brand now. Um, so yeah, so calming, isn't it? Right, that blue, it's pretty nice. That's blue. Okay, but uh, yeah. So the coronation ceremony for Xavier Woods went off. No interruptions. I was surprised. 
awesome. Hopefully, nice, nice little hopefully, there. hopefully they can do something good because I think, and I don't know this for sure. Do they allow Xavier to like do his own promos and kind of trust him? For the most they part, they trusted the new day with a lot of stuff yeah so for the most part i think they're still allowed to do that because he's kind of like a guy who draws a lot of money because he has his youtube channel mm-hmm. and that's kind of with you know with wwe yeah so up, hopefully up, down down yes we got to see a rematch from crown jewel mansoor defeating mustafa ali again so i say man strap a rocket onto mansoor yeah Hope- have him challenge uh, Shinsuke for the title or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Work his way up. Uh, after that, we got to see the debut of Hit Row in uh, SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Going up against the team of Daniel Williams and Dustin Lawyer. Daniel Williams and Dustin's Lawyer. Yes. So you tell me who you think won. <laughs> uh, I don't I think... Mean, I know you can see it, but... Yeah, I don't yeah. think uh, Dustin's Lawyer won. Oh, man. Yeah, Hit Row got the win. Yep. Uh... After that, we got to see Shinsuke Nakamura going up against Happy Corbin. Okay, I have not been keeping up with this, but when Happy Corbin first came along, it was awesome. Is it still good? No. Ah, not not at all. I don't think so. I had actually. It's kind of like okay, it ran its course. I, I had. Want, I want uh, bum ass Corbin back. I was like, I had low down on his luck. Low hopes. Well, I actually like Bum Corbin and Happy Corbin. It was once they once they added Riddick Moss or whatever his name is now, something Moss. Rudy Mo. Yeah, whatever. I'm surprised like, that guy uh, didn't get released. Right. Yeah. But yeah, ever since they kind of added him to the mix, I'm just like, all right, I'm yeah. done. Yeah. Um. So that was kind of like the main event, but the final segment. Is apparently causing quite a bit of controversy in the wrestling world. Okay. Uh, so Charlotte and Becky Lynch were supposed to exchange titles because Becky's going to Raw, Charlotte's coming to SmackDown, and they are, you know, the representatives for those shows. Yeah. So, um, not exactly sure what happened. What went down? But Charlotte apparently ruffled some feathers, and you like. I found out about it and I went back and rewatched it, and Becky Lynch got pissed off at Charlotte on um, camera. Yeah, like you can just see Becky just her facial expressions. Like, what are you doing? What caused it, Charlotte? Uh, so Charlotte at one point I think threw a belt, one of the belts on the ground, and then she picked it up and. Um, went to like throw it at, at Becky or something. And then Becky decided, okay, well fine. You're going to act this way. I'm going to do the same. And so rather than handing the, the, the title to Charlotte, she just threw it on the ground. They both threw it on the ground. Something like that. I'll have to go back and rewatch it. Huh. But, uh, but yeah, it was very interesting. Apparently backstage, Charlotte and Becky exchanged a few words so much so that Charlotte had to be escorted out by security so that's weird yeah is charlotte stock backstage is going down yeah, yeah apparently it's plummeting because Dude. because before the draft people were like please don't bring charlotte here we i'm don't gonna be honest with, with you and this is what i want and you could disagree uh i want her to leave wwe yeah i really do because and this is probably not a good opinion probably people will like it or not i want her in AEW. yeah i think that would be a fresh 
not, not, it'd be fresh new matchups, but I think it would bring life into Charlotte. And plus, Andrade is over there. Yeah. Uh, and I send I all hate to Tyler. No, I think you would get a different Charlotte. Yeah, I really do. I really do think that. I think it would be a uh, a breath of fresh air. Breath. Um, she would do things differently, and yeah, dude. I think mm. if you get DMD and Charlotte maybe together, like match, I think that would be awesome. Really I do. think they could put on a good match. I think that the crowd would be very soured. On Charlotte. On Charlotte, yeah. Because they would expect, they would, if she showed up, they would expect, oh God, she's just going to run through everybody. She's going to become the new champ, and then it's just going to be Charlotte Flair on AEW now. I would hope not. I would hope that she, if they do get her, that she would be humbled and come in and like help put people over. Yeah. But we don't don't know how she... She is in general. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we read things, but we don't, re- yeah, I mean, don't really know. You know, we've interviewed her in the past, and I mean, she is a very sweet person. Mm-hmm. Her character, on the other hand, I think it's souring a lot of fans on her right now. So, like, even if she were to show up in AEW with a different gimmick or a different character, I don't know how well it would take. You know, and I, you know, let's go ahead and talk about this because I know it's it's going to be a big thing for you uh, with Cody Rhodes. Mm, You know, he's trying to perceive himself as this character, and it's not working with the crowd. I think it's partially in part the fact that his opponent choice is someone in Malachi Black that the crowd wants to see succeed. Yeah, and so they feel that if he, they that if he loses to Cody Rhodes, then it's diminishing his character a little bit. Okay, so automatically with that that feud, Malachi won the first match. He won the first two matches. Yeah, but but I want to say something before I get to the second one. Yeah. Okay, so I'm trying to think of the timeline when stuff happened. I, when did they start booing Cody? Was that in between the first and second match? They've been right. booing Cody for a long well, time. When was it like, like for sure? Like, okay, so he lost the first match, right? And then yeah. he took his boot off. Yeah. And he said he's going to retire. Yeah. And people were fixed in on that. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you know, they all loved him. And I think after Malachi hit him and beat him up after that, like, yeah. hey, they're going to have to do a rematch. He, I think he left for and a while. And the crowd loved the, it. The Go Big Show or whatever he had yeah. to do, he, he was gone for a little bit, right? And uh, I know so what it was. I thought that they were going to be behind Cody. Like, don't get me wrong. And I, I made a mistake in the past too of uh, cheering both mm-hmm. of teams or people in a match before. But <laughs> poor Cole you can do what you want to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I try my best to boo the hills. Yeah. Cheer the faces. Yeah. But I show my support. But the stuff with Cody, I kind of think it's kind of like go away uh, heat, which is bad. It is is bad because... uh, Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, it is bad, but here's here's my reasoning behind it. Here's here's my thought process and my take on the whole Cody Rhodes character. Um, First off, his nickname is the American Nightmare. Why would you want to cheer a nightmare? Okay. Yeah. So that's 
that's one thing. It's a small thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Malachi Black, House of Black, and he's anti, you know, he's a bad he's a bad guy, but the crowd loves him, yeah. right? Miro's the same way. They love Miro. Um, I think what it is is there are so many people who have come from WWE that the crowd were saying, God, why aren't they, why isn't WWE making these people into stars? Mm -hmm. Right. You know, we, we've talked ad nauseum about how they blew a chance with Miro, you know, Mm -hmm. having him lose to John Cena at WrestleMania. Uh, Bray Wyatt is another one. Uh, Alistair Black, now Malachi Black. You know, these are people that we're like, these people have so much potential that we want to see them succeed. Yeah. And then they get released from WWE. They show up in AEW and they're like, here's their chance. Here's yeah. their chance to become this character. I don't feel that the crowd ever felt that for Cody. You know, they're like, he has potential. But that was a different time, though. It, Cody that, got That is very true. Yeah. yeah, it was a different time. And I was thinking back in his career, like, what was the most successful point in his career? Was it the dashing Cody Rhodes? Or was Legacy? It, or legacy. I don't even think it was legacy because he was in Orton's shadow for, yeah. during that. Uh, for me, you know, the top highlights. Unfortunately, this is going to sound really stupid, but people are going to people might chuckle at this. But the most success that he had was when he grew a mustache. Uh, they were chanting Cody's mustache. Either and then Stardust. Eh, kind of, uh, but then. Uh, Probably the most success he had was whenever he teamed up with his brother, and they won the tag titles, and Dusty his, was involved, his dad and, came out, and yeah. it was that feel-good moment. Yeah, you're but right. But that was something that involved two other people. That wasn't a Cody thing. So it's like, what's the most successful thing that Cody has done? Yeah, it was. Is it Stardust? Is it growing a mustache? Like the mask? Yeah, it was. Exactly. Nothing that he did like, was really, really big. Exactly, and that's the thing. And you know, if this is no disrespect to Cody Rhodes. He is a phenomenal person he's an amazing talker like he he gets the crowd back on his side when he mm-hmm. gets in front of the microphone uh, the thing is i don't know if he's the big star he's trying to perceive to be like he's he's trying to perceive himself as an underdog fighter yeah but i don't know if that's the right role for him now he said he said on on the series or season finale of rose to talk rose to the top that he doesn't want to be a heel ever again but in wwe that's pretty much a majority of what he was and he ended up getting over for that yeah when you come out as a baby face but mid guy like and it it goes back to what we've talked about you know you have your heel entrance you have your face entrance and cody's coming out of the middle you know He's a good guy, but he does bad things in the ring. Well, it's a lot of the wrestlers do. And not to mention, we also heard from Brandy, who mm-hmm. says she doesn't want to be a good person. She wants to be, quote, that bitch. Mm-hmm. So if you have someone who's doing bad things in your corner, that sends mixed signals to the crowd. But that match where she came back out, that was the, what, the second match with Malachi yes. Black? Yeah. That was understandable just because of all the bad things Malachi did to sure. Cody and his family. Yeah. So she can flip them off and they're booing it's, her well, for that. No. Because they, they, they can get away with that because that man did bad things to his family so they can do it back to him. In the, Yeah. In their minds, yes, it is justifiable 
to try and get their revenge on this guy. It it you know storyline wise, it makes sense to do something like that. However, with the success of Malachi Black, the crowd reaction, you know, they this is who they want. This mm-hmm. is the person they want to see succeed. Not you know, it's it's the Rey Mysterio Royal Rumble debacle. Mm. You know, the year that Daniel Bryan was supposed yeah. to win. Yeah. Rey Mysterio, the biggest baby face probably of all time. The you know, the one guy who's like never been a heel unless you count his time in the LWO. You know, the one guy who is like always cheered. They always love him. We love Ray. Gets booed the hell out of the building mm-hmm. because he's not this person. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. You put Cody Rhodes against someone who is this person. Mm-hmm. He's going to get booed every time. It's just crazy because to be to be honest, I thought it was just that audience. Was it mm-hmm. New York or yeah. was it? Yeah, because I thought was it was just Slam. them. Dude, we've been to. We, we have it. We've seen three or four different shows, different towns. They're all fucking doing it. I'm yeah. like, really? And that's and that's where I think the disconnect for Cody is coming from because it's not it's not necessarily him. No. You know, like I said, if he gets on the mic, he can he can have you weeping. Mm-hmm. You know, he is that convincing of a of a talent. It's the choices of who he goes up to, and I know a lot of people are going to say, "Well, he buries talent." No, he does no, not. He puts over. He talent. puts over a lot of people. A lot of talent, and I do again, not accept that. I again, not, they, they have again. had three matches, mm-hmm. two of which Malachi has won. Yes. So he Malachi wins the series. I do not accept that. What you just said, I, I do not accept. Well, he's John Cena. He's gone Hollywood. I don't accept that because. Yes, he's done the big show, show whatever it's called, go yeah. big show. Yeah, he's done um, Arrow in the past. He's not trying to go do movies. He's not trying no. to do this. He's not Hollywood. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, he's not a part timer. Yeah. Yes, if you watch Roast to the Top, he doesn't know what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Actually, that kind of threw him for a loop. If you watched it, the whole booing him when he's trying to do the babyface thing. I th- well, I think they kind of tried to tell their own narrative on Roads to the Top a little bit. I mean, if it's a reality show, they're going to probably yeah. Because you know, if you stuff. notice, they never even showed the part where Malachi came out and attacked him again. They immediately go back to where they were backstage and hugging and all that. Yeah. And so like, who knows? I don't know why they're booing him. I'm like, so who on. knows? I guess exactly. I don't know. It may it may really bother him. It may not. We'll see. And it very well could. You know, because, you know, he wants to be the good guy for his daughter. Totally understandable. But when you have this, like, I think it's also in part due to his entrance. It's a little over dramatic. It's a little over the top. You know, the lights cut out. You know, wrestling has more than one royal family. You know, it's a little, it's a little grandiose. I get it. You know, he's rising from the ground and. Oh, look at my, you know, look at me go. It's not something that people are like, yeah, you know, I think that that's a small part, a small part of it. Unless you see it as, you know, yeah, I'm rising from the top because look at how I was in WWE and stuff like that. Yeah. And, I mean, because you go back to whenever he smashed the, the chair with the throne, with the sled. Yeah. With the sledgehammer. People went nuts for that, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's not. It's not that they hate Cody Rhodes. It's mm-hmm. his char- his character is conflicting right now. I mean, because his entrance is over the top and dramatic. He's coming out with Brandy who is a heel who does heelish things in his match, gets in the ring 
and like taunts Malachi Black and flips him off. And it's like you're going after a guy that the crowd has picked as this yeah. is our guy. I I see a lot of things on both sides to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, and so there are. I'm, I'm not just in one lane. Yeah, and a lot of the fans are like boo because this boo like this like I see. A lot of different aspects. A lot of fans will boo because it's the cool thing to do right now. Oh, we all hate Cody Rhodes. Don't get me wrong. I love Malachi Black. Yes. You know what I mean? I think it's awesome. And that's the thing. Like, the fans have announced Malachi Black, he's one of ours. Mm -hmm. He is our guy. Don't screw him up because the other company did that. And we don't want to see that happen to here. And because I know they're, they're confused and they're fickle at times, too, and... But the fans, but okay, so now they're integrating the whole Andrade and Pac stuff with the uh, Malachi Black and Cody. So part of that match at um, the end of, was it, Cody and uh, Malachi. Uh, so they're all coming out and doing their thing. And um, sorry, I'm jumping That's way ahead. Uh, what was it? So Arn was in there, mm-hmm. and he he did a spinebuster to Andrade's guy. Yeah, um, spine on the pond. So then he goes up to Malachi Black. Malachi Black does the miss to his face, and were people cheering that? Yeah, it sounded like people were cheering it because people were it to me. Uh, in the past, people were behind Arn with his gun, like doing the tough Get love the to Cody. Yeah. yeah, doing the tough love to Cody, and then they just, and then like, maybe it was kind of too fast. I think it might have been more of an oh, kind oh, of thing. Well, oh, okay. he got the. He got I wasn't the, for the sure. I thought they were cheering, but like, because they're trying to um, the past few weeks toughen up Cody, like the whole yeah. um, whatever his group's called. I forgot. Nightmare Factory. Nightmare Factory. Like, toughen up Cody is like his students and mm-hmm. Arn. Like, you need to be tougher. And, and Cody was. And they were trying to get the storyline, but it's still not enough. Yeah. Still wasn't enough. And, and I, maybe I'm wrong and you're right, but I took him as they were cheering that Arn got spit in the face. I'm like, y'all are fucking fickle. <laughs> and that's that's why I took it. And it, and it pissed me off. And yeah. it's just, it is what it is because, and, and maybe I'm wrong, but I'm so nervous. Different aspects. Uh, what could happen in AEW to taint AEW? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm afraid we're gonna get fickle and rancid fans. Uh, I think know. it was, I think it was more the fans were popping because they got to see Arn Anderson do the spinebuster. Mm-hmm. They were cheering wildly for that. Then he immediately turns around and gets the mist of the face, so they're like, ah. Uh, I hope you it's know. that. I hope it's I that. I would. I would be willing to bet. I don't think too many people would be happy to see Arn Anderson get the mist in the face, because especially like you said with the whole the Glock thing. You know, get the Glock and all that. Yeah. Um. You know, that's that's a very popular thing right now. So I don't think they would have. I don't think. I, don't I just think I might be wrong. But. They're gonna have to find a, a new pathway for Cody, and I feel like they're gonna have to recalibrate the fans. Uh, with now, I don't things. think they have to re- recalibrate the fans. I think Cody just needs to pay attention to how they're responding to what he does. Just, because in the ring, he's okay. On the mic, he's outstanding. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a matter of all right, who would make sense for me to go up against? You know, did you? Would you call? Would you, I can't talk before this feud? Okay, or when the feud first start, 
did you call us in your head that they were going to turn on Cody? Did could you see this? Yeah, absolutely. You did? I could have. Yeah. I didn't. If you would have asked me weeks ago, like, hey, how's how's the crowd going to be? I'm gonna like they're solidly behind Malachi. Black. Like I I know that from the, from the day the lights went out and he showed up, they were behind him. And I get that. I get. I'm behind Malachi Black, but like the fa- the face and heel dynamic and stuff for the most part. But also Malachi Black wasn't doing stuff to piss the crowd off. If you think about it, he was doing yeah. heel things. Well, it depends how you take it because mm-hmm. he was beating up the the family of or he beat up Arn and then he went after the other wrestlers. But they weren't booing him though. Exactly because of it. Exactly because it's like, oh my god, we get the version of Aleister Black that we wanted. Yeah, that we had hoped for, and that's the thing. That's a tough line to walk though. Can you like? It is. It's a tough. It's a tough line. Like I'm gonna boo him because you did this to Arn, but at the same time I'm excited. And I think that that's. I think that's a little bit of where the disconnect is. Wrestling. A lot of wrestling fans today, they don't necessarily go along with the storyline of good guy versus bad guy anymore. It's who do I like? Mm-hmm. You know, I like I like Brian Danielson. He's one of the best wrestlers out there. And he's a really good guy. I really like Malachi Black, but he's a he's a guy who does bad things, but he's badass. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's a hard line to walk, and I hope that they can change Cody mm-hmm. to either if he's going to do the hill thing where he can get properly booed. But like, yeah, I don't want go away heat for him. I sure. really don't. Yeah. I either want like boo because you did something bad, or like somehow turn into where he's still good and they like him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just a hard thing, and I'm not gonna lie. It pissed now. me off. It pissed me off like majorly. Yeah, and it has been pissing me off. Um, I don't know, man. I just I don't want toxic stuff. No, and I just don't. You know, I'm, but you're gonna. I mean, you're gonna get that wherever. Yeah. But you know, like I said, the second that the lights came on and Malachi Black was standing there, the crowd acknowledged, mm-hmm. "This is our guy. This is this is what we wanted in WWE. This is what we wanted for this guy. Yeah, we don't want to see that ruined." Mm-hmm. Same with Miro. The way that he has evolved his character is outstanding. The video packages they did on Dynamite talking Good. about God, where are you? Like, yeah. I I was your favorite, and because I lost, you're not responding to me anymore. You don't call to me anymore. Well, I'm going to make you call to me. I'm going to make you come back to me. Like, the video packages for Miro are out of this world. Yes. Character development it is incredible, and mm-hmm. I want more of that. And if you haven't go out there and lose next week, just, just because, it diminishes that. Yeah, for sure. So for sure. it has nothing to do with who he's going up against, you know. It could be anybody. If the crowd decides Miro's our guy, whoever he goes up against, hey, you know, nothing against you. We don't want you. Yeah. And that's I mean, kind of where they are that. with I think that's where they are with Malachi Black. Doesn't matter who you're going up against. I'm sorry, we don't want you, Cody. We want Malachi. Just like I and I I wasn't paying attention to the boos or cheers, but like when he beat up Dante Martin, how was that? Uh Alistair Black. I mean, the crowd was behind Alistair Black. It's it's one of those where it's like you have to you have to be able to read the room because how many times has John Cena gone into a match 
where the crowd was solidly behind a heel mm-hmm. and John Cena kind of tweaked his his style. He wrestled a little more aggressively. He was a little more short-tempered with the referee. You know, it's 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 knowing how the crowd is responding to you. And I think with with Cody Rhodes coming out of the center, he's the perfect tweener. Mm-hmm. He can work wherever he needs to. Well, because if you go back and watch some of his matches, he does a lot of shady stuff. Fuck, if you if you're going to say that I mean, I know they're hills now, but Young Bucks, when they're faces, they were all the elite. When they were faces, yeah. they were fucking doing tweener shit. Exactly. But they weren't booing. And now they're them. heels, but they're doing stuff that gets positive reactions from the crowd. They're doing the kisses. So and the, fucking confusing. Yeah. So it's more of a, I think it's more of a cheer who you like, yeah. boo who you don't, and maybe you decide. It shouldn't bother me as much as it is. As I mean, it's it okay for been. it to bother you because I don't it's want someone, it to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want it to. I know, and that's understandable. I think I'm just so passionate with wrestling, and like, hey, don't get me AEW wrong. AEW has rejuvenated your passion for wrestling because if if the shit happens with WWE, I'm like, I will talk about it, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't feel as passionate yeah. as I do. And I, I'm not a person who like super loves Cody either. Yeah. Like, I appreciate certain things that, that he does, but, mm-hmm. like, is he the best of this or this? No. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. It's a weird thing. But at the same time, if I'm thinking about it, it's cool to have this passion back. Yeah. I mean, it's like, how would you feel if, like, Anthony Agogo walked out in, onto Dynamite next week and beat CM Punk in three minutes, made him tap out? Um... I'd be a little weird, but at the same time, I was like, awesome. Just okay. because. <laughs> I took the different response. What I no, because I'm like, okay, well, first of all. Or, if or Brian Danielson. If Brian, if he lost to Anthony Agogo. Yeah, made him tap out or something. I would feel differently. Yeah. Just because, because he's your guy. Well, no, just because they're telling two different things mm. with Brian and Punk. Yeah. Um, Brian is on top of his game. And he's giving the best matches of his life right now. Punk is doing good stuff, but at the same time, he's trying to put people over. So him losing to Anthony Agogo, I'm like, eh. But at the same time, I kind of get it. Yeah. But if he lost to Anthony Agogo in three minutes or three seconds or whatever, for Danielson, that wouldn't make sense. Hmm. In my opinion. Yeah. I was just trying to compare. That was, a, I guess, a bad comparison. But, you know, I was trying to say... Like, I get you. You know, if, if a guy that you... It's one of your guys like loses to somebody or something, you know, would you have a different response? And then they're like, Why are you booing me? You know. Kind of I, I got you. But uh yeah. Anyways, uh AEW Rampage. I didn't get to see the uh the first two matches. I did get to watch watch the final one. Orange Cassidy defeats Powerhouse Hobbs to advance in the world title elimination tournament. After that, Dr. Britt Baker defeated Anna Jay via submission. Via satellite. Via satellite, yes. It was. It was broadcast live. Anyways. Uh, main event, outstanding match once again. Pack versus Andrade. Really good stuff between these two once again. Pack getting the win. But then you had the stuff with Pack. Um, Arn coming out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then... Try to shoot him with his, with his handgun. That's right. Um, Finger gun. Cody coming out and um, who did he attack? Uh, Malachi. Malachi Derp. Yeah. My, I just went blank. Oh yeah, because the lights went out as soon as the match was over. Malachi. But appeared in the I, ring. I don't remember 
certain things. How was the crowd when Cody hit both of those? I think a little bit of mixed. Were they? Yeah. More more positive than anything. What town were they in? Uh, it was in Miami because they filmed. They filmed that. That was a taped episode. Okay, of, where were they Rampage. at this dynamite? They were in Orlando, so not too far. Okay. Uh, so AEW Dynamite. Let me switch over. More of a, maybe a gold, I guess. Mm. A gold brand. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Um. First match. What do you know? Another Brian Danielson match. Another excellent match. Yes, and, and <laughs> going up against Dustin Rhodes. He changes up, yeah, his stuff every time to fit the the match. And apparently, I've never, I did not know this, but is this their first time to ever have a match? I don't know about WWE. I was about to say they may have faced each other once in WWE. I do not at know, but um. It was, a, it was happened, a great, right? yeah. It was a great match for sure. It was, you know, Dustin was a little slow at first, but I think that's the story that they're trying to tell. Um, Dude, and he got mad because he was putting him in holds and stuff. He's like, "Get away from me!" You yeah, know? <laughs> little twerp, get away. Back but it, it was really fun and. Mm. Another really good match. Danielson's just having fun, dude. He is firing on all cylinders. I love this um strategy that AEW's doing put on a hell of a match at the beginning hell of a match at the end yeah start strong end strong yes i love it does wwe do that (laughs) nope start with a 15 minute promo end with a 30 minute promo (laughs) or vice versa put that on a shirt please start with a promo (laughs) uh after that we got uh, another Can Tony Schiavone just be able to do one interview? My no, God, that's that's the he story they're trying to tell. Interrupted. Always get interrupted. Do I like it? Sting not cannot all the time. talk. No, <laughs> he is not allowed to talk. Apparently, oh. uh, he got uh, interrupted by MJF, who then attacked Sting with uh, with John Spears helping. Um, that there was a later on backstage segment where uh, MJF was taunting Darby Allen. Um, but there's a story that they're trying to tell, and even he even mentioned it in the Barstool um, interview mm. with MJF. I think they're about to have a feud or boot Wardlow. Wardlow. Yeah. Which actually. It's been Ward- a very, very, very slow burn on that. Yes. Like. Is this going to be the end of the pinnacle? Because we talked about last week, they're not really doing too much with the pinnacle. Yeah, same with inner circle. <laughs> yeah, but which again, we talked about this last week about why even have the match to like disband the inner circle if you're just going to have them go their separate ways the very next week. They're going to have another stipulation. They're, having a, they're doing it again. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, it doesn't 100 percent bother me, but at the same time, like what? It's kind of just like you guys just did this. Yeah, but also. We looked up a while back. Wardlow's not young. He's not. I think he's late thirties. So they always, uh, or no, he's early thirties. Okay, never mind. I was wrong. So oh well, he's shit, older. he's older than MJF though. Oh, so I mean, he still has time. I, yeah. I, I'm thinking he's like thirty eight, thirty nine. Uh-uh. No, so he still has time he's to put young. a rocket to his back and you know do good shit. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. They're gonna turn him face. Maybe we'll see how he, what happens. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs is what? Oh, he's thirty. 30. Awesome. A lot of he's got a bright future ahead of oh, him. Oh, for well. sure, man. Again, 
I really like. I love Hobbs. I'll, I'll I'll give MJF a lot of praise here. That promo he did a couple weeks back, where he talked about the four four pillars, mm-hmm. that was outstanding. Oh yeah, man! Like that that is a that is an fu to any um, AEW hater who's like they're just booking all these. You can't say you it. You know, they're just booking all these WWE guys. It's like. They have they have their next wave of Dude, like main event stars. They are utilizing past, present, and future. Yeah. So if you say shit against it, fuck you because they <laughs> are. <laughs> no, because they really are showing that they can utilize all of them. Mm-hmm. You have nothing yeah. to say. You know what I mean? I mean, at this point, it, it, you're kind of just hating just to hate. Yeah, I mean, you can again, say it, it's kind of no like booing point. Cody Rhodes. You're doing it because it's, oh, it's a cool thing to do, but yeah. you know, it's like, are you? Is it justified though? I don't think so. But, yeah. Hey, that's just me. Uh, we got to see Ruby Soho defeat Penelope Ford to advance in the AEW Women's TBS Title Tournament. Yes. Oh, that's a lot. That's a mouthful. <laughs> AEW Women's. So TBS they title are going tournament. to be on TBS after the new year. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, because Rampage will still be on TNT, TNT Dynamite will be on acquiring on NHL, right? Yeah. And that time slot's going to be for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we got to see uh, Bobby Fish go up against Anthony Green, which they've been using Anthony Green on um, Dark. Yeah, I don't think he's signed to the roster. Probably not. And this felt like a like a dark match. You know, it was yeah. a very it was a very quick yeah. match. Bobby Fish got the win. The story they're telling isn't in the match. It was after the match because after the bell, Bobby Fish Dude. decides to continue attacking. I CM think, Punk making the yes. save. I think okay, so is this like Fish's second or third dynamite? Something like that, yeah. Actually I mean, I love how he technical he is and stuff. I know he's an older guy, but I like how technical he is and stuff. And then plus to be honest with you, I think Punk and Fish are around the same age. Yeah. Um, and, dude, I love it how they're going to now uh, have a match together. It's going to be awesome. We're looking at the age right now. Or he's he's looking it up. 44 is Bobby Fish. CM Punk is 42. So they're 42. around the same age. Even though Punk is younger by two years. He's a what? little grayer, though. He's a little grayer, yeah. <laughs> man, uh, that beard. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is, man. I mean, hey, I know I'm 33, but I'm getting some grays in my hair. Yeah. And even, even my beard. You can't Papa tell bear. a lot in my beard right now. But my hair, yeah. <laughs> uh, Papa Bear, you're going to have that but, salt and pepper hair. Yeah, and I will not color it Good. all black because I'm not that type. There you go. Rock it. Yes. <laughs> uh, you so can go no, full gray and be Quicksilver. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, you foxy, you Ralph, silver fox. Ralph Boner. <laughs> yeah, that's that's who it is, right? Totally, <laughs> Ralph. Um, so no, I'm I'm actually looking forward to this. I want to say this real quick, and I scour the internet every day about wrestling news. Yeah, so I can stay away from political Seek shit. It out. Yeah, so I can stay away from political shit. Um. But uh, this is a negative thing because I don't don't like it. Conan and his um, uh, podcast was kind of bashing on CM Punk, saying that you know you need eyes on this product. It's like you need to go after the top guys, not you know. It's like I get what you're doing, but doing all this like you know 
these young guys that are not at the top. It's like, why are you doing this? Dude, Punk's having fun. He, mm-hmm. He's calling the shots, doing what he wants. If he wants to wrestle the top guy, uh, young guys or who he wants, let him. Dude, Brian Danielson's wrestling the top people. He's wrestling like physical style. Yeah. Let let that be Danielson's role. You know, Punk is happy. We never get to see Punk happy. Let him do his shit, man. Mm-hmm. Like, let him love professional wrestling and just wrestle who he wants to wrestle. Yeah. And that's what he's doing right now, and I love it. And that's it. That's all you need. Mm-hmm. You know, Brian Danielson is having the time of his life, putting on some of the best matches of his career. And he loves that physical style, yes. you know, because he's doing that here in WWE. He had to do the underdog thing. Mm-hmm. And then just let him do <laughs> Come on now. Yep. Come on. Uh, after that, we had a scary moment in yes. the uh, Eddie Kingston Lance Archer match oh my God. Uh, for the AEW tournament. These uh, guys have good chemistry. They have been yeah. for a while. Um, Started off really strong. Yes. I, th- I think maybe I'm pretty sure this match got called early. Um, Eddie jumped uh, Lance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from behind before the match started. Uh, they brawled around the ring. They get into the ring. They continue the brawl. The match starts. Um, Lance Archer did a moonsault and landed just right on the top of his head. Yeah. And it was nasty. I it, think it was worse than the Brock Lesnar one. Oh, absolutely. It this looked so painful. I, I didn't know what they were gonna do because I was like, okay, because Daryl was there, and I, when stuff like that happens, she avoids it, even though they're doing the replay mm-hmm. two or three times. And I was watching it, and I was like, okay, did he get hurt? He must not be hurt too bad because they keep on continuing the match. Oh, as soon as as Once soon as he hit the, his head, I was like, he's done. But they kept on going because I thought they were gonna call it. And let's, you know what I mean? Well, but they went to the finish and then after yeah. they did the weird finish, I was like, oh no, he is really hurt. Yeah. I could, I could tell he was out of it. The, so he hits his head, lays down flat. Then he kind of rolls out of the ring. Mm-hmm. That was to kind of like gather his thoughts and be like, am I okay? Yeah. The ref immediately goes to check him. Dude, are you okay? And you could tell, you could even tell like, in Eddie's face after the match, he was like, oh, my God, dude. Like, this guy might be done. So, Archer, being the professional that he is. Call it, just roll me up. Yeah, just go to the finish. Just finish it. Like, it, you could tell he got in the match. He whispered something to the ref. Ref, ref whispered something to, to Eddie. I guess he was like, just go into a roll-up. I'm going to be honest. I don't think Eddie was going to win. No, I don't think so either. I think I think the better match, no offense to Eddie Kingston, but I think the better match that I would have wanted to see, Lance Archer versus Brian Danielson. Yes, that would have been super physical. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, they hey, hey, we had to make an adjustment. Archer banged his head. We need to make sure that he's okay. Because, damn. Yeah, what like, a He's going to be lucky if he did not break his neck. Yeah. Oh, God, I hope he's okay. Because, like... He is mid to late thirties, and I know we're talking age on everyone now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've been talking that, but like, I've always wanted something big for him in AEW. Yeah. Oh, I was wrong. Forty-four. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but man, I just want something before he retires. I want him to have a legacy in AEW. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, he did the he did the professional like wrestling thing and. You know, it's like, hey, just roll me up. Yeah. Go because, home. Go home. Because if you were really like, I mean, he was messed up, but if you really like, where you didn't know what was going on, they would have called it. Yeah. There. 
So he did that, and then fast forward to Roads to the Top. Oh, I don't know if you want to you, – you read this before I say that. Yeah, Lance Archer uh, released a statement after Dynamite giving sort of an update saying, quote, We choose to do this and take our health and lives in our hands every night. I've done that move hundreds of times over my career, mm-hmm. just under-rotated. Could have been much worse. Thank you, thank you to all at AEW for taking amazing care of me and protecting me. I'll be back. Awesome. Hopefully he's not, like, super hurt. You know what I mean? So he mm-hmm. can come back soon. But, yeah, Roads to the Top, you know, how they like to do, um, which I think is brilliant, to add more time to Dynamite. Uh, promos. Yeah. From people. Mm-hmm. Or interviews, whatever. Uh, so Shivani was talking to uh, Kingston and Danielson. You can tell before Kingston even said his words, he's either tired or he was very scared for um, Archer. Yeah. One of those. Because Danielson stand up and, and Kingston just kind of had his hand on his head and stuff. And no telling what it was. But they had their promo and... I liked it, but basically, uh, Danielson's like, you, you piss me off because <laughs> you, you have so much talent and mm-hmm. you don't put in the work and I forgot what did what did Kingston say? I don't recall. Basically he said he's going to come after you and give you a match, but yeah. whatever, I'm not going to listen to the shit. I'm out. Basically that. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, I mean, we know Kingston can step up his game and have good oh, yeah. matches and I think. They're going to have a good match. Oh, they're going to have a great match. Yes. It's going to be a very physical match, too. For sure, and that's what I want. I think Oof. even whatever match we got with Danielson and one of these guys, I think it would have been tweaked, but it was still been like very physical. Yeah. Uh, after that, we got to see Ethan Page challenging Sammy Guevara for the TNT title. And again, if Sammy loses, he must leave in Tell me the stipulation, you fat-faced dipshit. Lord. Um, we oh, gotta... I just want to say this real quick. Um a lot of people were split on this dynamite because you had Jericho's cruise going mm-hmm. on. So yeah. Jericho wasn't there, so we also had a lot of uh, AEW talent not there, mm-hmm. or they did cut promos and stuff to put on dynamite because I think part of the Dark Order were on the ship. Join the Dark Order. Yeah. So you had that, and you had people at Dynamite, and then I don't know how many people. I know just one person, but Christian Cage was at uh, Bound for Glory mm-hmm. um, for Impact. And the Good Brothers. And the Good Brothers. So you had people split. Yep. Uh, John Moxley cut a promo talking about how he's planning on winning the tournament. We got to see a quick match between Jungle, Jungle oh, Boy. Can I talk about the John Moxley thing real yeah. quick? What'd you, what'd you take out of that promo? Because I, I was getting vibes where he was like, is he going to hang it up? Is he done? Because he was trying to talk, mm. talk about perspective, about you know what matters in his life, and is stuff worth it? You know what's what's worth it in his life? You know, I you know this is what I do. Yeah. But basically, he's saying what matters in his life is his family. Okay, Dom. <laughs> yeah. So is that what you got out? Of it? What did you get out of it? I don't understand. Like uh, I was like, is he gonna be done? I'd have he to d- go back and re-listen to it. Yeah. Maybe it's given him a new yeah, a broken finger, a new reason to fight. You know, maybe that's what the point he was trying to get. But I didn't take it like that. I took it like, what the fuck is he saying? Like he, the championship doesn't matter. You know, I know he said you know he has to get people before he 
they get him yeah. so he can make it back to his family. They got to win for family. I don't know. You know? Um, kind of like Rocky Balboa. Tell right? us your opinion. Put it on our podcast yeah. page. Let us know. Let us know. Let us know in the comment section. Uh, Jungle Boy defeated Brandon Cutler in quick fashion and challenged <laughs> another member stooge. of the elite. What did um, JR say? He goes, oh, that's a step up. <laughs> <laughs> um, then he challenged uh, any member of the elite, super mm-hmm. elite. Adam Cole came out and uh, was the distraction for the Young Bucks to uh, attack him behind, from behind. No uh, Luchasaurus, no Marco Stunt coming out to him. Well, well we save. know Marco was on the cruise. Yeah. But I don't know about Jungle. Uh, jungle. Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus. I would probably guess he's on there as well. And no Christian to make the save because he's over at Impact. So mm-hmm. yeah. he got uh, put through a table, chunked off the off the ramp and all that. So no bueno. I know that uh, one of the nights I read that Chris Jericho and Orange Cassie were going to uh, team up together to fight someone. Very cool. Maybe they have mimosas afterwards. Yeah. Uh, that would be their team name. Oh, uh, yeah. The mimosas. Oh, I, and also... I saw pictures of, okay, so during a concert, I don't know whose concert it was. Maybe Fozzie. it was a stand-up. Maybe it was a stand-up thing. It wasn't Fozzie. Orange Cassie was on stage. I think, what was that guy's name? Brad something. Uh, he's a comedian. I forgot his name. I don't know. But uh, he was on stage. For, like, I guess Orange Cassie just do whatever he wants to do. <laughs> just casually walking around. Yeah. Fan. Yeah. <laughs> That's Orange Cassie right there. Um. Main event time, Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black. Which we talked a little bit about it, but, mm-hmm. you know, I do enjoy the whole interaction with our, the combining of Andrade, Pac, uh, Malachi, and Cody, which you know they're going to do uh, Andrade and Black versus Pac and Cody eventually. That's, that's yeah. what they're going to do. So that's going to be weird. So you're going to have that dynamic where – Cody gets in, they're going to boo him. When Pat gets in, they're going to cheer him. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna but be he's s- a bastard. Yeah, I know. Oh, because he's a bastard man. <laughs> he's a bastard man. Get out of here. You bastard man. <laughs> Dennis is a bastard man. <laughs> and they're going to love him for it. Yeah. Darren Tootin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cody Rhodes ended up getting the victory. We've kind of talked a, a bit about this match, like you said. Um, there was a, a brawl between Andrade and Pac. Arn received the Black Mist. Cody Rhodes received the, uh, or he gave the Crossroads, then pulled Malachi back up, and fans thought he was going to do the was pedigree. Do, yes, that's what I thought too. Yeah, so fans were starting to lose their mind for that, and then he went into I forgot what it what Tiger Driver. Yeah, and um, and ended up getting the victory. So a little more aggression from Cody Rhodes. I thought it was hilarious that Cody <clears throat> kind of rushed to the ring. Got ready. The bell rings. He charges at Malachi, Malachi, and they immediately do collar elbow tie up. Yeah. I'm like, oh man. Like, no, you, know, you need to just go and start throwing punches. Yeah, a lot of people are like the ending's like weird and stuff. Like, there were certain things that were weird, but I didn't think it was bad. Yeah. And although I know a lot of a lot of uh, the crowd, a lot of the fans online at least were like, why is Cody bleeding? They like, said that I don't know if it was him or Malachi, but. They said they saw someone hand him the blade. And- Malachi bladed himself when he was underneath the ring. Yeah. <clears throat> and then the story reason is that Cody got thrown into the steel post. Yeah. And that's what cut him open. But everyone's like, he doesn't have to bleed every match. You know, like, he doesn't le- bleed every match. I know. But, you know, like anytime he's in a big match, he bleeds a lot or whatever. But, um, yeah. So 
that you know one more thing for the crowds to to try and jump on but uh, Cody ended up getting the win and that took us to the end of the show pretty good episode of Dynamite once again I'm looking forward to them being back on Wednesday nights although I'm not going to be able to watch it live because I'll be stuck at work yay me yay for jobs yeah. Going over to uh, to some hot topics, we start on a little somber note, a sad note. Uh, Jim Ross announced that he is uh, positive with uh, skin cancer on his leg. Uh, and then um, he posts the picture on Facebook, and you know how like Facebook will pop something like, hey, this is graphic. Mm-hmm. I clicked on it. You clicked on it. It's bad looking mm-hmm. on his leg. I saw a picture with it like wrapped up. And it it kind of like, looks hey, like, yeah, I'm not making fun of anyone with this i'm just stating something it kind of looks like a small tumor esque mm. on that it's it's bad looking mm. this well hopefully it can be uh treated i think he said he's gonna do radiation I think. yes chemo i think so um so you know our thoughts are certainly with him i hope he uh kicks cancer's ass because fucking hate cancer yeah i hope so too it's Fuck cancer. Yeah. Yeah, fuck cancer. Um, in uh, legal news, Greg Hamilton, announcer for WWE, has threatened legal action against uh, rapper Westside Gun for using audio of Hamilton's voice without his is. permission. It's in the song Undertaker versus Bill Goldberg. And, That's a song? Uh, it is a song. So if you want to go and listen to it, you can hear it for yourself. It's basically Greg Hamilton doing the introductions for Undertaker and Bill Goldberg. Uh, and that's it. Uh, but he is uh, threatening to sue, and he's saying, you know, if you don't take this down, then the, you know, the fines and all that are going to go up, or whatever I charge, whatever I charge. Um, so we'll have to see what action is made. In uh, some happy news, Carmella and Corey Graves announced that they are now engaged. So over the uh, over the week, Carmella celebrated her birthday, and uh, she posted a picture on Instagram saying "best birthday ever" with them kissing and her showing off the ring. So congratulations to the happy couple. Mm, hope it goes well. Yep. <laughs> hope it, never mind. I'm gonna keep it positive here. Uh, Rose at the top. They had their season finale. We've kind of touched base on a, on a good chunk of this. Um, I found it very interesting that Matt Jackson's face was blurred out during one of the backstage segments. I must have missed that. Yes. So further teases that there is some kind of disconnect between them all. So uh, Unless he said, I don't want to be on your show. And, and that could be it. You know, he's saying, I don't want to be on your show. Screw you. I don't want to be on it. Um, so they... Uh, they blurred his face out. But one person whose face they might not have blurred out was Abaddon. Uh, on Reddit, they posted a screenshot of her, like on her phone, on the season finale, and compared it. It's like, well, she has the red hair, the tattoo matches. Like, that's her. <laughs> so we're not going to show it, but if you want to do some research, it is there. So, and apparently this isn't the first time they've done something like this. Apparently Evil Uno was shown without his mask on an episode of Rose to the Top. So there you go. That's pretty much all I have. I don't know about you, but I'm kind of hungry. I think it's I'm hamburger time. But before we get into that, I almost Let's forgot. Do it. We got ourselves an Elite Crate. This is the, uh, the all-new, all-Elite Crate uh, that AEW is offering. We ordered this, <laughs> was it back in July? Yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand like over there. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, no. I mean, you're on you're on screen and all that. Oh, so. 
I'll be on your screen. Uh, what I can do is uh, I can. Oh, I do can that, do that so I can see. Yeah, that way you can see it a little better. Yay! So, uh, so we'll open this. It took quite a while for it to arrive. I think it was stuck in Houston for about a week, eight days more to be precise. Um, so I, I haven't looked into what they sent, so I wanted I wanted to try and keep keep myself in suspense, keep myself surprised. Uh, it's just a simple box. Uh, all Elite Crate. There you go. We'll go ahead and open this bad boy up. Ooh. Ooh. We got ourselves a pen. Oh, this is going to be a cool pen. It is Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Ooh. Hardcore Legend. Oh, nice. Heck yeah. Hell yeah, dude. There you go. If you want to. It says All Elite. Oh, yeah. If you see the. Those shiny. I can't tell. Crate, all elite crate on it. Okay, here it is. Full gear, 2021 crate. Uh, uh, take photos or post an unboxing video. Tag us. Hashtag all elite crate. One lucky subscriber wins two front row seats to AEW Dynamite. The other side of this card contains spoilers for this crate, so we will not uh, we will not be showing that huh. just yet. Interesting. Oh, we have a patch. We've got ourselves a patch. Want to take any guesses? Britt Baker. It is not Britt Baker. <laughs> it is a circle. It is a circle. Inner circle it jerk. It is not inner circle. It is the, the dark, dark order. order. Yeah, right. I'm part of the dark order. So is my son. Bring the boy along. There you go. Uh, let's see. We got. Uh, we've got a little advertisement for full gear taking place Saturday, November 13th, live on pay-per-view. Hell yeah. So maybe I can talk to my boss about having that particular day off and... Uh, Maybe we can watch it together. Hell yeah. Got an all elite crate sticker. There you go. Pretty cool. I'm liking it. Put it on your head. Uh, now, I did tell them what shirt size that I wear. So we do have two shirts in here. And right off the bat. Noise. Um, let me set this. Let me set this down so I can show off what we got. Here we go. The first T-shirt. It is a Kenny Omega shirt. Heel, y'all. Nice. Yes. Huh. Not too bad. Pretty cool. Kenny. Now, I don't know if these are available in the shop or if they're like custom for this. Maybe, man. I, don't, I, I do not oh, know. Oh, my goodness. Um, go. This is probably... <laughs> this is very fitting. We have a Hangman Adam Page bottle <laughs> opener <laughs> saying, hold my beer. That's awesome. I like that. I like the themes. I'm digging it. All right. Second shirt we have. Let's see what we got here. Oh, yep. We do have an inner circle shirt. Check that oh. out. Wow. That's really cool. That is cool. I'm liking that. All skulls. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, let's see what we've got now. We've got a micro brawler. Oh, you got one. Which one did you get? We got Stang. Stang. You got Stang. Heck yeah. That's we cool. Got ourselves a little micro I've seen pictures there. of the mini uh, micro brawlers, but I have not gotten one. I want to, uh, I don't know, get Orange Cassidy or something. Yeah. 
Let's see what we got now. We have <laughs> this is awesome. We have a finger skateboard. I'll Darby give you Allen. one guess. Darby Allen. <laughs> Darby Allen finger skateboard. That's cool. cool. I wouldn't imagine other wrestlers having that. Yeah. <laughs> Very exclusive there. Um, oh, looks like we got a poster. Ooh. And it is Moxley versus Omega. Dude, that's cool. Hell yeah. Especially Dude. if you would get it autographed. That'd be badass. I love that. Unsanctioned lights out match. Dude, that's fucking cool. That is very cool. Saturday, November 9th, 2019. Baltimore, Maryland. All right. I have to hold on to that. Maybe get that uh, cool. autographed. Oh. And this looks to be the last thing. We have an All Elite Crate official All Elite Wrestling autograph. Who's autograph? Uh, let's find out. Let's see what we got here. <laughs> Get the Glock on. Ooh. That's pretty cool. Dun, dun, dun. Hikaru Shida. Ooh. With the uh, official sticker as well. All Add it to crate. your collection, sir. There you go. Not too bad. I say, man, that's a pretty good buy. So that was it, a great box. They, yeah, they do it. So they do it quarterly. Oh. And uh, what's funny is that I Here's had your not. Pen, sir. Oh, thank you. I had not yet received this. And they were already like, hey, your subscription is coming up. Do you want to continue? And I did not cancel it. So we will be getting another one of these. Fuck yeah. Um, I think next year. So uh, <laughs> oh, I can't talk there. So really cool stuff. You if think you want, like. Once AEW keep you know keeps on going throughout the year, still like do it like more like. I think a quarterly works because quarterly it's works. not. It's not. Uh, don't want to do it monthly. You don't want to overdo it. No, yeah. Sometimes less is more, and I think that that's. I think a quarterly box. I think I'm okay with keeping my subscription for that because awesome. if you're getting two shirts and and all these other cool things, you stop the. Uh, what's the other boxes like years ago? I forgot. The loot crates and loot all that. Loot crates. Yeah. You do like a Marvel one, right? Mm-hmm. Something else. I don't know what you did. So all in all, we got the Dragon Kenny Omega t-shirt, the Skulls Inner Circle t-shirt, the Sting Micro Brawler, the Hangman Adam Page bottle opener, Moxley vs. Omega Full Gear 2019 poster, Hikaru Shida autographed 8x10, Britt Baker hardcore lapel pen, Darby Allen finger skateboard, Dark Order circle patch, and an All Elite Crate logo sticker. Oh, uh, cool. I'd say all in all... Pretty good, pretty good value. A lot of bang for your buck. So uh, if that's something that interests you, you can go to. Um, I was. I don't think WWE has ever done something like that. They did for a short time. I don't know if they still do it, but I would be interested. Not now, but I would in be interested in getting one in the future. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to see what the uh, what the next one's going to be. So did you know that they were going to give you two shirts? Uh, I may have read it when they okay. when they because you knew that they were going to give you one. Yeah, I knew you I was going to get at least one. Okay, so that's pretty cool. It's pretty sweet, bro. 
So, uh, so yeah, so that's going to do it for this week. Thank you all so much for tuning in. If you have any questions for us, feel free to leave it on our Facebook page, Dominus Podcast, our YouTube channel, Dominus Video. You can check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music. Just search Wrestling News Source podcast you can also follow us on twitter at dominus podcast you can follow me on twitter at drh pro you can follow tyler at tyler underscore a bear pro also on instagram a bear underscore mode drh underscore pro on tiktok uh drh pro a bear underscore a bear mode on tiktok i'm also on twitch sometimes now uh at drh pro so for the podcast crew i am daniel heron i'm tyler a bear and we will catch you all hopefully next week